Welcome to the KML Messcast. Can't everybody stop for 10 minutes? I mean, it's not that much to ask. It's so goddamn rude. What the fuck do they think I'm doing? Playoffs? Don't talk about playoffs? You kidding me? That is a disgusting act by Randy Moss. They are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook. Hello? You play to win the game. And now, your 2016 champion, soon to be two-time champion, and host, Maine. Good evening and welcome everybody to the KMO Messcast. I am your host, Maine. Today is October 30th, 2019. Happy Halloween, everybody out there. All Hallows Eve. This is uh, the night before. Looks like it's going to be some rough weather out there, but I'm sure all the dads out there will have a great time trick-or-treating with their kids. You know, making those memories. It's really what you're looking to do in this day and age. Uh, here we are. This is the week nine mess cast. Uh, a lot of stuff happened last week that we're going to recap real quick. Jump into things here. And uh, only five only five weeks left. So things are going to start shaping up here in the next like one, two, three weeks here. We're really going to have a good idea of who's in, who's out, uh, who's playing for what, and kind of see the direction some teams are going. So with all that said, let's go ahead and... Uh, well, what do I have here? I've got... Uh, tonight we've got a PBR and Natterday combo. We're going to start with the PBR. We're going to get right into things, so uh, sit back, relax, and listen to my voice as I walk you through week nine of the KML. Weekly Recap. All right, here we go, week nine of the KML. First game up we got is Reading Dwayne Bow defeating King Park 110.5 to 108. This is probably the best game of the week, to be honest. It was very close. Uh, it was very exciting, of course, uh, you know, Rogers, the hottest team in the league, won four in a row now. And, uh, you know, again, getting that Aaron Jones game, 38 points out of Aaron Jones, which, I mean, when you're getting 38 points out of Aaron Jones, Turo had 37 out of Mike Evans, but still, the Aaron Jones has gotten now, has now gotten uh, Reader a couple wins. Looks hot, looks healthy, and looks like the Packers are finally feeding him the ball, so good for him. Next game, Chalupa Batman, 120.5 over over Ertz, newly named over Ertz. That used to be Money Mac Truck until he traded, which we will talk about in a second here. 120-289. Never really a doubt in this one. Chalupa Batman cruising since Edmonds had a bad game, which would have been nice a week ago. Captain Scurve getting a win, 143 over the Bodfather to 110. Good showing by Jared, 0 and 8 on the year, but you know this was a very good showing. So I, I think he's got some brighter, brighter days ahead. Really looking forward to losing to him in, in Week 13 uh, to knock me out of playoffs. That will be a really fun for me. Straight Bums homie 112 over the Viceless 80.9. Straight Bums a little pissed off that he didn't finish up the uh, cheap win he could have had over Vitaly last week. Comes out raw, roaring in this matchup. And uh, Viceless, I, I don't know if the, the cross-country flight got to him or something, but putting up the low score of the week, 80.9. But you wouldn't know it by trade talks today since uh, apparently he thinks his team is locked and loaded and just amazing in every position. So when you're putting up 80 points a week, though, it's, I can totally understand why you would think that your team was amazing. Uh, finally, we got, uh, well, not finally, we got two more games. Go Train 141.2, almost the high score of the week over the Cable Ghost 99.1. Tough week for the Cable Ghost again, but brighter days ahead, hopefully, as some of these Qs and Ds and Os start rolling off of his roster. Aren't there yet? There's still a lot of Qs and Ds out there, but a couple more weeks here. Maybe we'll see if we can weather the storm and uh, make a playoff run. Final game, we have Gordon Lucko 141.1 over Vitaly 105.7. Fighting had newly named Vitaly. I don't know if everybody caught this or not, but it's no longer fighting for 11. It's now fighting for the chip. Vitaly knows what he has his sights set on, 
and uh, making it known to the rest of the league. The rest of the league should be on notice that Vitaly is officially, Spicy Culprit is officially gunning for that championship. Good win for Gordon Lecco there. Uh, let's check the standings real quick. Let's What do we got here in the standings? All right, so... At the top of the stands, we have a little bit of a log jam. Three teams sitting at 6-2. and two. Gordon Lucko fighting for the chip in Straight Bums. Homie, uh, going to be interesting to see how that kind of plays out. Those 6-2 and two teams are going to are gonna be fighting for those two bye, bye weeks. Somebody's going to be on the outside looking in. Next block of 5-3s, and threes, we got Goat Train and Reading Dwayne Bow. Again, hot Reading Dwayne Bow. Started the year 1-3, and three, has rattled off four straight wins. Now sitting at 5-3, and three, firmly in playoffs at 5 uh, in the 5th position. Then we have four teams at four and four. Chalupa Batman, Captain Scurve, Cabo Ghost, and the Viceless. Right now, only one of those teams in playoffs, so it's going to be going to be a battle there to see uh, see who can kind of come out on top on that four and four block. Tenth uh, place, we've got King Park and Over Ertz. Tenth and eleventh place, respectively, sitting at two and six. So a little bit of a gap before getting up there. And I'll tell you what, I think both those teams uh, are one one loss away from being out of playoffs. So. Whoever loses, uh, you know, you get to you got to have seven wins to have a chance to get in. Six wins might get in if things kind of fall the right way, but you're really looking for that seventh win. So both these teams need to rattle off about five straight to have any chance at all. And finally, the Bodfather 0-8, the only team mathematically eliminated at this point from playoffs. And still out there, though, still being the grease guy. Got to hand it to him. Still love talking to him. Still uh, look forward to what he says in the chirp and need him. You know, need him to stick around. He's an important part of this. Hopefully you get to play golf together soon. Um, so anyway... That is the standings. Going to be interesting. Still a little too early to call exactly who's in playoffs or not, but we'll start looking at this a little bit more. I'm thinking about doing a playoff preview episode at some point where I really start breaking down teams and who's in, who's out, and, and do like a playoff predictions thing. But still still a little too far away. Need a couple games to shake out, uh, maybe one or two more weeks before we get into that type of stuff. So that about wraps up the wrap-up. Kind of worked out well. And uh, here we go. We're going to get into the trades and transactions on this week. That was a tough word to say. The trades and transactions on the week. Okay. Trades and transactions. Okay, so this week we actually had a trade for a change. And it happened today, just before we started recording the messcast, just a few mere hours ago. The trade between yours truly, the Cabo Ghosts, and one of his best friends, Scott Thoman. The used to be Money Mac truck, and now it's called Over Ertz. The trade was Jacoby Brissett, Marlon Mack, and Zach Ertz traveling to the Cabo Ghosts for Drew Brees, Royce Freeman, and George Kittle. This, I think this trade was actually good for both. I'm not just saying that. I mean, uh, Brees is on a bye week. I needed a quarterback, so I think Jacoby can fill in, but but Scott will be fine on that front. And then I need a running back, so I got Mac. And Freeman's been really good. Royce Freeman, almost the top on RB2 guy on the year. So no really worries there. And then Ertz, who's been absolutely terrible on the year, traded for George Kittle. So I think Scott's getting an upgrade at, at QB and at tight end for a slight downgrade at running back. And hopefully, uh, you know, the cable goes are a little bit Colts heavy right now. So they're going to be looking to move a couple of these guys. Probably all these guys, really, to be totally honest, would be, would be great off the team. But we'll see if they can make any moves here before the games kick in, uh, specifically the Thursday night game. Looking at you, David Johnson. As for the ads, the only really one transaction that I think was worth talking about, which I, I, a little golf clap here, kind of commendable because the only trade I think really that was worth talking, or the only transaction uh, pickup that I think is worth talking about is where's that Monday night one? There he is. Look at look at reading Dwayne Bow. 
that, Chris, that reader, that Chris Rogers, just making smart trades over and over, picking up Mark Walton Monday night for $10 when nobody else, everybody else is sleeping on it, and he, he's just snuck in there and got that Miami starting running back. Could have a little something there. You know, maybe Miami makes a little bit of a late-season run, sees what they got in Mark Walton, gives him a run, give him, give him 20 touches a game, see what he got. So I kind of like that ad. I was looking at him for today on high noon and, and didn't see him and was not surprised at all to see that Rodgers has kind of snuck in there because he's just a smart guy. But what are you going to do? That about wraps up the trades and transactions for this week. Uh, I don't think there's really anything else that we really need to talk about. And uh, let's go ahead and get moving on here to the next section here. All righty. <laughs> Call in guest. This week on the Messcast, we have a very special call in guest. I'm very excited to welcome this person to the show. And uh, let's go ahead and give them a call, see if they pick up. Hello. Hello. Who am I speaking with? This is Jessica, the commissioner's wife. Oh, well, thank you very much for uh, <laughs> for calling and being a calling guest here on the KML Messcast. Uh, as you mentioned, you're the commissioner's wife, and I want to know how it feels to be the first lady of the KML. Ooh, that's a great question. Well, currently, um, I feel very secretive because I'm hiding in my office so that I can talk to you. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> um, it feels very fancy to be the commissioner's wife, although he gets special gifts and I don't feel like I've ever gotten a special gift. So I know we might need to direct it. I mean, if you host a draft, I think that it would be the responsibility of the KML ownership yeah. to band together and make sure we got the first lady a gift. I think that's on, yeah. on the bill for sure. I don't know why I would even have to host it. I feel like that should just be. Oh, you know, just like in general. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> well, thanks we'll, for putting up with this. We will put it to the round table uh, and see what we determine. <laughs> I, bet, uh, I bet you will. <laughs> are you ever concerned for your husband due to the stress of his commissionership? Like, does oh, he ever God, take it out on day. you? Is there anything you want to talk about? I'm concerned every day. Oh, boy. Literally every day. Uh, yeah, I can, I'm concerned with um, his stress level. And I'm concerned with the the planning that tries to go on around draft time. It's oh, always God. a hot mess. And it's usually, not great. It's not great. And it usually ends every night during dinner with him saying, I just don't think we're going to have the draft this year. I don't think <laughs> we're going to And I'm like, no, I'm sure it'll work out. And he's like, no, I don't think we're going to be able to do it. Oh, boy. Well, you know, it's good to know that our commissioner has faith in, uh, in the Zero KML faith. ownership. He has no, he has no faith, but oh. it always comes together. It does. It does. Now, on a scale of one to genius, how would you rate your football knowledge? <laughs> oh, my God. Like a negative four. Really? You haven't picked anything up after, you know, no. just being a ray. Oh, okay. No. Really, my only job during football games, and Mike will tell you that it's terribly annoying, uh, is that I just listen for the announcers when they say something that has anything remotely to do with like a sexual innuendo. I oh, like nice. to repeat that. Nice. A lot of tight end jokes. <laughs> okay. You know, a lot of penetration. Wonderful. Nice. <laughs> That's nice. about okay. all. I, it's about all I got. All right. Well, good. Usually, well, oh, go ahead. I usually know who he's playing in fantasy each week, just because I ask. But that's literally the extent of my. So you don't know the players <laughs> on his team. 
No. Mm -mm. Mm, okay. Well, I want to test this. We're gonna we're gonna play a little game. <laughs> yes. We're gonna play a game. This game is called football player on your husband's team or serial killer. Now we're gonna oh, play. Oh, this we're gonna, is a great game for me. We're gonna play five rounds. Okay. And I want to see if you can get three of them right. Okay. All right. I will know all the serial killers. What are you I don't know. About? I don't know. We'll we'll find out. Okay. All right. First name is Ben Atkins. Ben Atkins. Uh, that sounds like a player on his team. I am sorry, that's incorrect. That is wow. a serial killer, also known as the Woodward Corridor Killer. He killed 11 people from 1991 to 19. You really reached for these serial killers. I did. Well, I can't give you like Ted Bundy. I got to make it Jesus. difficult. Jesus. All right. All right. All right. Are you ready for the second one? <laughs> Maybe not now. Okay, go ahead. Lamar Jackson. Mm, I feel like you did this to throw me off because of like Lamar Odom is a sports mm -hmm, person. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I don't want to think that hard. I feel like I've heard him talk about Lamar. Okay. Mm, all right. I'm going to go football player again. Hey, all right. You got, you got football player. One, oh, thank one, God. one win, one loss here. Yes. All right. We're on to the third one. Here we go. All right. Third name is Stefan Diggs. Diggs, I know that's on his team. Okay, good. That that was a softball. Yes. Okay, all right. So you got two two correct, one yes. one incorrect. I'm winning. All right. all right, here you go. Next name up is Chester Turner. Chester Turner is a serial killer. I know that. Oh, okay. Yep. You're right. He killed 15 <laughs> women from 1987 to 1998 in South Los Angeles. All okay. right. This is for this is for all. This is exciting. We're wow. doing the last round. And this name, you have to tell me, is it a Wait serial a killer? Is there a prize for this? Well, maybe you might. We'll take it into consideration at the round okay. table for your first wife of the commissionership gift. Uh, the last name. The last name is Samuel Little. Samuel Little. Samuel Little. Is that a player on your husband's fantasy football team or a serial killer? <laughs> uh. I think that sounds much more like a serial killer. I'm sorry. You, you are correct. That's a Samuel. Yes. <laughs> that's a serial killer. He killed 93 women in 14 states from 1970 to 2005. Fuck. You, you win. You won the yes. game. You won. You got three correct. I am so proud of myself. Yes. And now you know one more person on your husband's fantasy Diggs. football team. That's all I got. Well, you got Lamar Jackson, too. You got oh, and Lamar. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, let's keep the football knowledge rolling. Uh, who is your pick to win the championship this year? Oh, uh, I mean, I feel like I have to pick my husband, right? <sighs> I don't I'm not a good wife if I pick somebody else. Uh, and I know he's currently in, I don't know what place he's in. He's tied for first at six, six wins, two losses. I feel like he lost to someone last week. Vitaly, maybe? Do I get points if I know that? Uh, Is it Vitaly? I, I think he did. Yeah, he was... No, he... Hold on a second. Now i got to check that. I think he... I don't even know what he did last week. I know they both sucked. They are both terrible last week. Hold on. I'll be impressed, actually, if you know he beat Vitaly. I, no, I no, think he lost to Vitaly. That was two weeks ago. Oh, two okay, weeks two. ago, he lost to Vitaly. He had the lowest... Now, don't let this affect your decision, but he scored the lowest points in the entire league for that week when he lost. God, I'm so, proud. I'm so proud. <laughs> well, great. Uh, that about wraps up all my questions. Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Mm, I, no, I don't have any plugs. You don't have I'm any, not that I cool. I thought you had a Facebook store. I thought it had a, a name or something. 
You don't want to plug I mean, that. Not Holidays these, are coming up. Not to great these gifts. Football men. They're going to be like, no one cares about that, Jess. It's I would great like great gifts for wives. If you need any <laughs> gift ideas, reach out to Jessica. She'll help you. Yes, you with can gift do that. Ideas. <laughs> I'll let you do that. Oh, I will plug if you need perfume, gentlemen. You text me or call me or send me a Facebook message. I will hook you up. Perfume for as a gift perfume. or for themselves? As a gift. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'll give you cologne too. Okay, fair enough. I usually I like just it. hook you up, but well, thank you. I appreciate yeah, sure. that. No, there's yeah, speaking right. of sexual innuendos, we'll leave the hookup <laughs> joke just right where it lays and not go. <laughs> it's too easy. It's too easy. Well, hey, thank you so much for thanks being for having guest. me. I feel so special. Oh, it was great. It was a pleasure having you on. Borderline the best guest we've ever had, and uh, it's just so nice to have somebody on. And here. I need you to think about my gift and all of you. Apparently, when you go to this roundtable, it needs to be good. Yes, we will figure something out. I'm high maintenance. <laughs> That's what he tells us all the time. I mean, in the church all, all day, he's just like, Think God, my wife's so high maintenance. Shut up. All right. Well, you have a, you have a very nice right. night, and uh, we will talk to you again soon. All right. Party on. Thanks. <laughs> Bye. Hey, a very special thanks to our calling guest. Jessica Wing is the first lady of the KML. It's a pleasure to have her on. And let's go ahead and get right on into the picks. Today's sponsor of the Picks and Predictions section is UN Communications Group. UN Communications Group can print any brochure you need, everything from Iranian heritage to spousal abuse. But where we really shine is in our ability to deliver with minimal pain and not so much as a bruise. So if you've got printing issues and it makes you want to shout, look to us here at UN Communications Group because we have the staff willing to knock you out. Thank you so much to our sponsor, UN Communications Group. Let's go ahead and get into the picks, huh? Picks and Predictions. All right, here we go. Last week was a tough one for the mess cast. Only went two wins, four losses, bringing our season record to 23 and 25. Not great. Not going to lie, not great, but we're going to work on that. You know, really the picks and predictions section is missing uh, Nick Minot's breakdowns. I, th- I think he was batting like 75% when he was picking games, but, you know, we're going to pick it up. Just like the just like the Cabo Ghosts uh, team, we're, we're a little bit slow here. Excuse me. And we're going to pick it up, have a good finish to the season, and I think everything's going to be just fine. All right, what are we going to look at for games here? Uh, the first game up that we have is Reading Dwayne Bow traveling to over Ertz. Now, this one's going to be interesting, Reading Dwayne Bow. Projected for 114.9 points over Ertz. Only 80 points right now, but I don't believe he's put all his newly acquired trade pieces in. All-time record for this game, Rogers to Scott. Uh, dead heat, 4-4. Four and four. So that's going to be really interesting. Let's take a look at this box score real, here, real quick here and see what we got going on. All right, so could be a little closer than what people think. It's going to look pretty lopsided here. Reading Dwaynebow, the hottest team in the league, 5-3, and three, sitting in 5th place over Ertz, 2-6, and six, sitting in 11th place. Uh, quarterback, Russell Wilson, is going to be better than whoever Scott picks up, so I think that obviously that favors Russell Wilson. Running back situation, Le'Veon Bell and Aaron Jones. Aaron Jones, arguably the hottest running back in the league, so I think he takes the cake on that side over Devin Singletary and Royce Freeman for Scott. Wide receivers, we got T.Y. Hilton and Larry Fitzgerald uh, for Rodgers, and we got Kenny Galladay and John Brown for Scott. I actually like that side for Scott. I like Kenny Galladay a lot. I think the, the Lions are a frisky team. I don't think, you know, like one team always seems to come up towards the end of the year, and nobody's really been talking about them. I think it could be the Lions. They seem positioned pretty well there. Anyways, got Galladay and Brown, 
And then uh, here we go to the tight end position. Jack Doyle for reading Dwayne Bow, George Kittle for Thoman. I like George Kittle on that side. I think I really do think George Kittle's just waiting to break out at some point. So I like Kittle on that side of the equation. Flex here. We got Ezekiel Elliott going up against the Giants, going against Sammy Watkins for Thoman. Uh, boy, Zeke is going to run rampant all over the Giants. That's not good. That's actually really bad. Okay, so Zeke takes the cake on that side. Then defense kicker, we got Chargers and Prater for Reading Dwayne Bow going up against Seahawks and Zane Gonzalez for Thoman. And I actually think I like that a little bit better for uh, Thoman side of things because he's got Seahawks, Tampa Bay, which I think could be a nice little play. Tampa Bay's turnover machine. You know, all it takes is like a pick six and all of a sudden the Seahawks defense has a great week. So I think I like that side a little bit for Thoman. However, when I go through, I guess they, I guess they, in, I guess they with the hot team. I guess they have the team that's rattled off four straight. Uh, so I think I'm going to pick reading Dwayne Bow in this one. Pretty easy to pick, honestly, uh, between these two teams. But hey, I'm still rooting for Scott Thoman. We'll see what happens with him. But yeah, this one, uh, this one I think goes to Rogers. So let's go ahead and move on to the next game. These nuts. Ha! Got him! Got him! Oh boy, do we have a good one here. This game we got here is the Straight Bums homie traveling to Captain Skurf. Straight Bums, six and two, third on the year. Project for 105.5 points. Captain Skurf, four in four, seventh place. Just out of playoffs, but project for 107.4. This is going to be interesting. All-time record. Uh, Wingus versus Minot, dead even three games to three. It's going to be tough. This really, hold on a second. Should I make this game of the week? Nope, not making this game of the week. This is a good matchup here, though, because, like I said, dead heat between these two teams. Projection is just about a dead heat. Let's get into these uh, rosters and see what we got. For Wingus, we got Lamar Jackson having to play against New England, going up against Dak Proskett, who gets to uh, feast on the Giants this week, so I think I'm going to take Dak on that side of things. But Lamar's going to be interesting. I'm really interested to see that game, see how Lamar can handle the New England defense. Uh, I'll be kind of curious to see how that all plays out. Running back situation, David Montgomery and Chris Carson for Wingus going up against James Conner and Tevin Coleman for Captain Skurve. Conner and Coleman, two very hot running backs right now, so I think I'm going to pick both of them uh, to, to kind of beat out David Montgomery and Chris Carson. Too bad at Dave, about David Montgomery. I just can't figure out what the Bears are doing with anything. It's just unpredictable, so I'm going to stay away from that. James Conner, Tevin Coleman take the cake for me on that side. Wide receiver, get Tyler Lockett and Stefan Diggs for the straight bums. Going up against Allen Robinson and Marvin Jones for Captain Skurve. Neither side great, but I think I do lean Lockett and Diggs. I kind of like that stack a little bit better. And then I like the Robinson and Jones. Boy, Jones and Robinson have been good on the year. 16-18, good for them. Uh, tight end, Mark Andrews for Wingus. Going up against Dallas Godert. Is that how you say that? Godert? Sure. Dallas Godert. Uh, I like Mark Andrews a lot on that matchup, so that takes uh, Wingus' side. Flex, you got DJ Moore going up against Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon needs to get it rolling. I still have a little bit of hope that he can do it, uh, but boy, Eckler's still just really good. So anyway, I'm going to take Gordon. I think I like Gordon more than Moore in that situation. And then you got your defense, Browns and Boswell going up against 49ers and Tucker. I like 49ers and Tucker on that side of things. Well, hold on. Browns get Denver which is going to be interesting with no Flacco. I know that sounds crazy. If anything, without Flacco, they might actually be better than they were. So probably no change without Flacco there. So yeah, I'm still going to take 49ers and Tucker. Again, 49ers hot as hell. And as a result, Captain Skurve hot as hell as well. In this matchup, I think I think I got to pick the Skurve. 
I do. I think I got the. I think I got to pick the Skurve. I think he's he's got a hot hot good better matchups. Hot team. So I, th- I think I'm gonna uh, lean with the Skurve on this side, locking it in, and going ahead and moving on to the next game here. These nuts. Ha! Got him! Got him! Here we have a sad state of affairs for two different reasons. Here we have fighting for the chip, sitting at 6-2, second overall. Going up against Cabo Ghost, 4-4, four four, eighth place, well out of playoffs. However, Cabo Ghost projected to win this game 97.6 to 94.6, but that doesn't really tell the whole story here because these are two teams heading in opposite directions as far as I'm concerned. I will say Cabo Ghost getting lucky here and catching uh, a lot of bye week players for Vitaly, Matt Ryan, Alvin Kamari, Tard Gurley, Tyler Boyd, all on bye, which is good news for the Cabo Ghost. Actually gives them a fighting chance to keep this game close. Quarterback position, you got Jameis Winston at Seattle going up against Jacoby Brissett at Pittsburgh. Boy, that's a tough one, but I think I like Jameis a little bit better. Even with the turnovers, I think he can do things that uh, Jacoby just can't. Running backs, you got James White and Jamal Williams going up against Marlon Mack and Tariq Cohen. Uh, Boy, that's a tough one because Jamal Williams has been hot as hell. Cohen sucks. Cohen's not good. But I think I like James White and Jamal Williams. You know James White's going to get his. But it's still a tough matchup for James White going against Baltimore. Baltimore defense could be good. So who knows? That could be a wash, which is a nice thing to say for, for the Cabo Ghosts and their running back situation. Uh, wide receiver, you got Chris Godwin and DeAndre Hopkins going up against Odell Beckham and Devontae Adams. Now, if you asked me early in the season what this matchup would have been, I would have said 100% Devontae Adams and Odell Beckham. However, at this point, I'm going to say it's DeAndre Hopkins and Chris Godwin, mainly because both Beckham and Adams both have little cues next to their name, which means they might not even play, which would be just spectacular. Really looking forward to that. Tight end, you got Greg Olson, uh, head-to-head with Zach Ertz. I think I like Ertz a little bit better on that side of things, even though he's playing in Chicago. Uh, Then you got Flex O.J. Howard. You're flexing O.J. Howard. Holy shit. Flexing O.J. Howard, uh, going up against Tyreek Hill. Obviously, I like Hill on that side of thing, even if uh, Hill does not have Mahomes throwing him the ball. Then you have your defense and your kickers, Steelers and Crosby for Vitaly, going against Jets and Jason Myers for the Cabos. Ghosts, and I think... I think I like Jets and Myers on that better, because Jets get Miami. I know their offense is dog shit, but Miami's not great. So I think I like Jets and Jason Myers on that side of things. You know what? I'm going to pick myself in this matchup. No, I can't. I can't do that. My team sucks. Lost, like, what, two straight? Boy, but I got Vitaly on a good week. If I can't beat Vitaly this week, that sucks for me. I really... This is a game I gotta have. And I know everybody else at the 6 and 2s is rooting for me this week to take down Vitaly. You know, I mean, this is my best chance to beat Vitaly on the year. He's got all these bye week players. Team is injured. Team is hurt. So if I can get my guys healthy, if I can get Beckham and Adams healthy, I think I have a shot. But I still don't think I can pick myself. I really don't. I'm gonna pick Vitaly. It's just been that kind of season for me. And, uh, you know, I'm gonna lock it in right now. Vitaly gets the win on my spreadsheet, and that means we get to move on to the next game. These nuts! Ha! Got him! Ha! Got him! Fourth game we're previewing here is the Gordon Lucko. 
Is it Gordon Lecko's? Should it be plural? Or is it just Gordon Lecko? I don't know. Gordon Lecko, 6-2, first place overall, where he does not belong, going up against the Viceless, 4-4, four four, ninth place overall, where he probably does belong. Gordon Lecko projected to win this game, 115.2 to 95.5. Uh, what's the all-time record on this one? We got Rob versus Moto. Oh, Rob owning Moto in the regular season, four games to one. Uh, very interesting there. Actually, we'll see how that goes. Uh, four games to one for Rob in this one. And looking down through these stats here, we got Matthew Stafford going up against Carson Wentz. Stafford's been hot. I like Stafford in that matchup. Running back situation, Delvin Cook and Josh Jacobs for Gordon Lucko going up against Austin Eckler and Saquon Barkley for the Viceless. I actually like. Boy, Cook is good. He's got KC too. That's a t this is a tough running back matchup, actually. Do I like Cook and Jacobs better? Than, yeah, I think I like Cook and Jacobs better than I like uh, Saquon and Eckler. Hurts me to say that, but I, I do. I don't like that Saquon versus Dallas matchup. That could be ugly. All right, then you get your wide receiver situation, Adam Thielen and Danny Amendola. Really? Danny Amendola. That's what you got. That's who you're rolling? <laughs> Who's on oh, Cooper Cup's on by. You're welcome for Cooper Cup, by the way. Got all the white receivers. Good for you. Racist. Adam Thielen, Danny Amendola. Even, even, hold on. Even when you had, even when you have a bye week of your white receiver, you just plug in another white receiver. You are so racist. Adam Thielen, Danny Amendola going up against Curtis Samuel and Terry McLaurin. I like Thielen and Amendola on that better side, on the on that side of things. I just can't trust anybody on Washington. I'm sorry, Moto. Tight end, you got Travis Kelsey going up against the the Hawk. Obviously, Kelsey's way better than the Hawk. Although, apparently, by trade talks earlier today, you would think that the Hawk was a top five guy. But, ho oh, ho, you'd be wrong. He's 16th on the year and averages 6.5 points. Enjoy yourself. Flex, you got Frank Gore going up against Mark Ingram. Mark Ingram's definitely the better player. Even though going to New England, I still like that matchup because I can't trust Gore. He's old. And then defense and kicker, you got Cowboys and Robbie Gold for Robert Luck going up against the Panthers and Harrison Butker. And I believe that Cowboys and Robbie Gold should feast on the New York Giants and Arizona Cardinals. And therefore, I like Robbie Luck on that side of things. Uh, for projections, I don't think this game's close. I think Gordon Lucko rolls away with it. 7-2 just about locks up a first-round bye with this win. But we will see what happens. I'm going to lock it in. And we're going to get on to the Cake Watch Game of the Week. The Keg Watch Game of the Week. Oh, this game stinks. The stinkiest game of the week is the Bodfather 0 and 8th, dead last, 12th place, traveling to King Park 2 and 6, 10th place, might as well be last place with the way his team has been playing. Projected points, 86.1 for the Bodfather, 101.2 for King Park. All-time record in this matchup. Let's take a look here. Jared versus Turo. Turo leads five games to two. I guess Bodfather doesn't even start in one player, so depending on who Bodfather flexes here, that line will get a little bit closer, but we'll we'll, we'll get to that. We'll see what happens. Uh, quarterback, Kyler Murray. Going up against Tom Brady, you gotta like Tom Brady in that matchup. Kyler Murray kind of slipped off a little bit early, you know, year. He started a little hot, was was a, was a, a hot little rookie quarterback, but no more, no more has come back down to earth. I think he got benched the other day, and now he has to go to San Francisco and play a hot 49ers defense. I don't see that going well for him. Running back Ronald Jones and Adrian Peterson going up against Derrick Henry and Sony Michelle. I like Derrick Henry and Sony Michelle better on that side of things for Turo. Wide receiver Julian Edelman and Philip Dorsett the second. Double stack on the New England wide receivers. I like it. This is an interesting play. Hold on, hold on a second. 
This is very interesting. I did not realize Jared was doing this. Edelman and Dorsett stacking for the Thomas Brady quarterback. Now, that's going to be really interesting because that means every time Brady throws a touchdown, it's probably going to one of those two guys. And if it goes to one of those two guys, that's a net gain of two points plus the yardage for Jared. I like the strategy. Cover him up. I like it. On the other side of Mari Cooper, Mike Evans for King Park. I obviously like Mari Cooper and Mike Evans better on that. Amari Cooper's eight on the year? I had no idea. I knew Mike Evans was five, but I did not know Amari uh, Cooper was eight. That's impressive. Yep, so I like those uh, wide receivers better for Turo. Must be nice to have a wide receiver that's actually doing better than was projected. Uh, tight ends, you got Evan Ingram going up against Darren Fells. Very expensive Darren Fells for King Park, who uh, was not bidding. No, no other bids and still spent all the money on him. Good for him. Uh, obviously, Evan Ingram gets the nod in this one. And then your flex here, you got Hunter Henry going up against Tyrell, Tyrell Williams. I like Henry on that side, believe it or not. Although Williams, no, I still like Henry on that side. I think Henry's Henry's young. He's getting it done. And then uh, defense. I apologize. Earlier I said it was missing a flex. He's missing a defense. Add another eight points to that. So, yeah, he's a, he's projected to lose by about like six or seven. Uh, but I'm sure he'll pick up a defense here soon. Uh, whoever Jared picks up and Josh Lambeau going up against the Titans and Joey Sly. Uh, I actually... I don't know. I think that's going to be a wash because I don't like the Titans at Carolina. I don't ever want a defense against McCaffrey. I just feel like that's asking for trouble. So anyway, in the pickups, uh, the picks here, I got to choose King Park. I mean, I'm sorry, Jared, you're 0-8. Uh, I would like to see you win a game this year. But again, I don't think you win until week 13 when you play me and knock me out of playoffs. So I'm, I'm going with Matt Turo in this one. The King Park getting his third win and locking it in to my spreadsheet so we can move on to something that's much more desirable to talk about, and that would be the game of the week. Behold, you sons of bitches. It's the KML Game of the Week. This Game of the Week is just a little bit sneaky. I bet you guys didn't see it coming, but keep an eye on this. We got the GO Train, five and three, fourth overall, going up against Chalupa Batman, four and four, sixth overall, 97.8 points, 106 points for the GO Train. That means Chalupa Batman is favored to lose. He'd be favored to lose. I don't think he'd be favored to lose, but anyway, he's favored to lose. All-time record for this matchup, Joel versus Bill. Joel slightly edging Bill here, four games to three. Taking a look at these teams, quarterback Gardner Minshew for Joel going up against Deshaun Watson for Bill. I like Deshaun Watson a lot better on that side of things. Running backs, Nick Chubb and Jordan Howard going up against Philip, uh, Christian McCaffrey and Philip Lindsay. Believe it or not, I like McCaffrey. McCaffrey's awesome. Both little cues next to their name, so keep an eye out for that. But McCaffrey and Lindsay are, well, not Lindsay, but McCaffrey's awesome. And Lindsay gets to play against Cleveland, who's been a, a supreme disappointment. So I like McCaffrey and Lindsay on that side of things for Bill. Wide receivers got Juju Smith-Schuster and DJ Shark going up against Jamison Crowder and MVS. Obviously, I think Schuster and Shark get it done on that side of things. Juju getting hot again with uh, who's throwing the ball, Mason Crosby. Getting hot with Mason Crosby and, and the Gardner Minshew DJ Shark stack has been working for Joel. So I think I'm going to stay, stay with Juju and Shark on that side of things. Tight end Darren Waller for Joel going up against Eric Ebron. I like Waller on that. Waller's been a, um, oh, a beast. He's going to be a high draft pick next year. It's like the new Kittle. Flex, you got Carlos Hyde going up against Mohamed Sanu, the very expensive Mohamed Sanu. But hey, he wanted his man, he went and got him. 
who knows who's going to catch the ball in New England. So I think I like Hyde on that side of things. And then defense and kicker, you got Patriots and Vinatieri for Joel going up against Bears and Kaimi for Bill. I still like the Bears defense, but this Patriots, listen, I'll say it every week. Patriots are unbelievable. Worth every bit of the 39 or whatever dollars Joel paid for them. It's it's crazy. I can't tell you how many wins that they've, they've single-handedly got for them. So yeah, I got to stay in the flames. I like how they're only projected for 6.5. Averaging. <laughs> they're averaging. The Patriots are averaging 20.6 points a week. 20.6 points a week. You've got to be kidding me. You've got to be. That's unbelievable. So yeah, anyway, I like Patriots and Vinatieri, needless to say. And as such, I am picking the GOAT train to win this game. Stay hot. I think it'll be like his third win in a row, second win in a row second win in a row so i think uh go train gets it done keeps on rolling keeps on trucking and uh looking playoff straight in the face so good for the goat train all right that about wraps everything up so let's uh let's get some final thoughts going huh final thoughts this week's final thoughts haiku is titled the believer <coughs> Trio of six win teams. Mark of the Beast has appeared. Bad omen for Rob. Hey, thank you everybody for listening to another episode of the Mess Cast. As always, we really appreciate the support each and one of every one of our listeners provides us. And uh, you know, we're looking forward to next week. It's gonna be interesting. We're getting in the nitty-gritty now, only five weeks left. Some teams starting to be mathematically eliminated, another two teams very close to being mathematically eliminated, and some teams also looking to start uh, locking up some playoff spots with another win or two here, so it's going to be interesting to see what happens. As always, you can reach out to us at kmlmesscast at gmail.com, and uh, again, I'm your host, Maine. Thanks for listening, and I will see you next week here on the KML Messcast. Best of luck, everybody. Oh, wow. Best of luck, everybody. Bye-bye. Great cash, homie.